summary in english part 1 sometimes i find a rupee in the garbage writers encounter with sahib the writer encounters sahib very morning scrounging for the gold in the garbage dumps sahib hails from the green field of dhaka his house and field were swept away by the storm he does not remember his home he is looking for gold in the big city where he lives now he does not attend any school because there is no school in his neighborhood they if they build a school he will go on asking by the writer the boy announces his name as sahib e alam which means lord of the universe though he is unaware of its meaning he roams in the streets with his friends an army of barefoot boys they appear in the morning and disappear at noon they are too poor to afford shoes or chappals most of them remain barefoot and travel across the country in cities and on village roads they live in a perpetual state of poverty the story of a man from udipi the authoress tells a story of a man from udipi when he was a young boy he would he would stop near the temple to pray for the pair of shoes his father was a priest there the authoress visited the place after 30 years it was found in an air of desolation there lived a new priest and there were red and white plastic chairs there came a young boy in a grey uniform wearing socks and shoes he threw his bag on the bed the authoress immediately recollected that the prayer another boy had made he thought that the goddess might have granted his prayers for shoes now the young boy like the son of the priest wore wear shoes but many others like the rag pickers remain shoeless sima puri a home of rag pickers sima puri is a place on the periphery of delhi most of the rag pickers live here they are from bangladesh and have occupied unauthorized land like sahib's family their structures are made of mud with roof of tin and tarpaulin they are devoid of sewage drainage or running water more than 10000 rag pickers have been living here for more than 30 years without an identity but they have ration cards their name and their names on the voter list food is more important for survival than an identity it is revealed by a woman in tattered sari that at the end of the day they can feed their family and go to bed without an aching stomach so they prefer to live in sima puri rather than to the green fields of the dhaka that kept them hungry whenever they find food they 
pitch their tent and it becomes their transit home children grow up in them become partners in survival and survival in the simapuri meaning rag picking through the years it has acquired a position of fine art garbage is gold to them it is their daily bread but for children it is even more for children it is wrapped in wonders of the and for elders it is their survival sometimes a child find a silver coin in the heap of garbage he hopes on finding more sahib in tennis shoes one morning the narrator sees sahib standing in the standing by the fenced gate of the club two young men dressed in white are playing tennis he tells the authoress that he likes the game and goes inside when no one is around the gatekeeper lets him swing one day some rich boy gives sahib his discarded shoes because there was a hole in them sahib wears them and the hole has no meaning because he has walked barefoot for him it is a dream that has come true but the game is beyond his reach now sahib works in a tea stall he gets 800 rupees and all his meals his face has lost the carefree look he cries he carries an steel canister that seems heavier than the plastic bag he would carry so lightly over his shoulder a bag was his but the canister canister belongs to the shop owner sahib is no longer his own master part 2 i want to drive a car mukesh wants to be his own master the authoress has a chance to see another boy named mukesh who insists being his own master by becoming a motor mechanic he will learn to drive a car but his dream looks like a mirage he lives amidst the dusty streets of ferozabad it is an town famous for the bangles every other family of ferozabad is engaged in making bangles it is a center of india's glass blowing industry here families have spent generations making bangles for women mukesh's family is among them children work in glass furnaces and their living conditions about 20000 children work in glass furnaces with high temperature none of them know that it is illegal to engage children here in dingy cells without air and light they often lose their eyesight mukesh takes the osres to his home both walk down the stinking lane choked by garbage their homes look like hovels with cumbering walls wobbly doors and without windows 
they are crowded with families of humans and animals like the ancient days the family of mukesh the authoress enters the house of mukesh where dwells his family it is like a half built shack its one part is thatched with dead grass on the firewood stove she sees a large vessel of sizzling spinach leaves a frail woman is cooking in the evening meal for the whole family she is in a dragged sari she is the wife of mukesh's elder brother though eyes filled with smoke she smiles she commands respect as the bahu of the house as per custom she wails her face when the elder man enters the father of mukesh is an improvised bangle maker he has not been in a position in the position to send his two sons to school except teaching them art of making bangles strong belief in the one's karma mukesh's grandmother say it is his karma his destiny who has watched her own husband go blind with the dust of polishing the glass of bangles they cannot give up god given lineage they have born in the caste of bangle makers they will see nothing except the bangles in all the streets and houses of ferozabad bangles of all colors can be seen spirals of all lovely rainbow colors and glimpses of bangles lie piled up to and being carried away all the family members living in the dark huts sit together and weld pieces of colored glass into circles of bangles their eyes are more set to work in the dark than to the outside light often blinding them before they grow adult savita a young stoldering girl the glass end savita alongside the elderly woman solders the glass pieces her hands moving mechanically the authoress wonders if savita knows the sacredness of the bangles she is working upon the bangles represent the symbol of indian women's suhag auspiciousness in marriage savita will have it soon when she becomes a bride with a red veil on her head henna on her hands and the bridal bangles rolled onto her wrist like the old women beside her became many years ago bangles on the wrist but no light in eyes the old woman has still the bangles on her wrist but there is no light in her eyes she says with no light in her eyes ek waqt peet bhar khana bhi nahi khaya that is she could not get full meal since long in her whole lifetime she did not eat one full meal that is all she has earned 
her old husband tells that except bangles he knows nothing all he could do is the that he made a house for the family to live in it is a wonder he has achieved what many others fail a roof overhead every home has no money to do anything except carry on to making bangles not even enough to eat the young also speak the grief of their elders nothing has changed in ferozabad for years there is still the mind mumbling hard work which kills all initiative and ability to dream about organizing a cooperative the authoress asks them to have a cooperative they say if they get organized police will catch them beat them and put them in prison for doing illegal activity they don't have any leader among them to tell them to do things differently their elders are as tired as they are they talk endlessly in the spiral taking them from poverty to insensibility to greed and to injustice the two distinct worlds the authoress sees clearly the two worlds one is that of the family caught in the web of poverty carrying the work of bangle making the other is the cheat circle of sahukars middlemen policemen keepers of law bureaucrats and politicians all these together have enforced the child with his baggage which he cannot put down by the time he becomes aware of it he also accepts it as natural as her father as his father the authoress sees a ray of hope in the eyes of mukesh to become a motor mechanic the garage is far away from his house but he shall walk the narrator asks him if he dreams of flying a plane he silently says no thus he is satisfied with the dream of cars that move down the streets of ferozabad flew air few airplanes fly over his town thank you and please favorite the podcast